What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the episode of Coast to Coast Podcast today. Carson cannot be with us, currently traveling to Hawaii. So it's Jose and I running a quick little episode. Jose, how are we doing today? Solid, solid. Yeah, getting started over there at UO. Class is already back, but I still got some time. But uh, coming this week, though, we got some important games, some guys playing some huge games uh, that are going to determine if they can make the playoffs or not. And a lot of guys uh, with their careers kind of tick-tocking. And um, let's take a look over at the AFC. Um, currently, uh, the first seed is still up for grabs. I believe at this point, uh, we can see the Titans, uh, the Chiefs, even the Patriots, uh, make the number one Bengals. right now. Bengals can too. There's a lot of, I think one through five still has a chance to get the one seed, which is crazy to see. Um, Jose, at this current point, we see that Titans just have to win against the Texans. Do you think they're going to probably walk away with this one seed at this point? I think so. I mean, Derrick Henry just got designated to return from IR literally today. So, hey, this Titans team is looking scary for the playoffs. I mean, Derrick Henry, we talked about it earlier in the year. Like, we've wanted to see his dominant playoff run. We'll see how much of himself he looks like, you know, this week. Um, kind of similar to Cam Akers, you know. We'll, we'll see how they perform in the playoffs. I mean, they've got one week to kind of, you know, get, get their knees warm again. But it's exciting for the Titans. And, I mean, they've held up even, you know, through all the adversity they've been through, they've held up. And they can clinch the number one seed uh, – if they win or tie plus a Chiefs loss or tie or a Chiefs loss plus a Cincy loss or tie plus a Patriots loss or tie. So it's looking like the Titans are, are likely going to win this game and take the, the number one seed. Yeah, exactly. And uh, continuing on down here, um, we got to talk about the big surprise of last week was the Bengals and Jamar Chase going off against the uh, Chiefs, which puts them in a position – to where they can potentially have um, that advantage over the Chiefs. The Chiefs lose to the Broncos, and the Bengals can beat the Browns. Uh, I think that's going to be huge, having that home field advantage. But, Jose, we're just going to take a quick look back at that game. Uh, were you surprised to see this Bengals team, and do you think they deserve hype at this point? Because people think that they're going to be the most overhyped team in the league right now with that win. But do you think it's, it's all fact? They deserve all the hype that they have right now. If anything, I would say they're still kind of overlooked and underrated. You know, a lot of teams, a lot of people like to talk about the Colts. They like to talk about, you know, the Chiefs, the the Patriots, the, you know, the Titans, like we just did. But, I mean, this Bengals team is the hottest offense in football right now. Mm-hmm. Like, without a doubt, the Cowboys just took a cool-off game. So, you know, th- this Bengals offense is looking disgusting. I think Joe Mason just got ruled out for this week. But well, he should be good to go for first, you know, first round of playoffs. Unless they get a first round by then next round. But yeah, this Bengals team is legit. We'll see how their, you know, their defense holds up in the playoffs. But I'm excited to see them in the playoffs. Yeah. If anyone needs a first round by more, it's the Titans. Because if we have a fully healthy Derrick Henry with an AJ Brown alongside them, it's gonna be nasty. Because we and know Julio. Julio's Julio's a decoy at this point. He's done nothing. <laughs> We just posted up on our Instagram talking about uh, how he's a guy that's probably not going to get drafted next year unless something something comes up in training camp. But uh, um, a couple more questions about the AFC since this is the one that's actually like big determinant. Um, we got the Bills versus the Patriots in terms of who's going to win the division and uh, who do you think needs it more? Do you think Buffalo needs that home field advantage or do you think the Patriots need that home field advantage? 
I would say the Pats need it more just because we see how dominant they are at home. I and mean, we saw how disgustingly dominant they were on the ground against the Bills a few weeks back. Um, and, I mean, this is a team with a rookie quarterback, you know, at home for the playoffs. I think that's, you know, that's how you would draw it up. But, I mean, as far as the Bills, like, as a team, the Bills need this badly because they, they just don't perform well away. And they haven't they haven't really impressed me too much this year. I mean, they've just been kind of up and down. Um, but they, I think this is the first time – did they clinch the division last year? Um, the Bills, they did win the division last year, yes. Okay, never mind. Then they're, they would they would clinch the division with a win this week at the Jets, which is probably likely. Um, but never know, the Jets were up 24 to 10 on the Bucks last week, so. Mm-hmm. But, hey, uh, at the current pace is looking at, uh, we're going to see those two teams matching up for a third time this season in the opening round of the playoffs. Super excited to see that because uh, – I think it's going to be a big test to Josh Allen if he can actually beat the Patriots when they're, you know, at their best form that they've been since Tom Brady has left the organization. Um, continuing to look down here, um, we got the Colts going into Jacksonville, but you got to know the Colts have not won a game in Jacksonville since 2014. They are 6 0 oh, 6 against Jacksonville playing there. Um, obviously, Jacksonville is just a poverty franchise uh, this season with a 2 and 14 record on pace for the number one pick. Uh, Jose, do you think Trevor Lawrence comes out, stuns the Colts, and sends them out of the playoffs? I really hope not because they need this number one pick so badly. Um, so they really have nothing to gain out of winning this game. And the Colts have everything to gain out of winning this game. The Jaguars are also a team that we see get run all over every single year. I mean, Derrick Henry literally owns the team at this point. So I expect Jonathan Taylor to do the same this week, uh, you know, after a bad performance from Carson Wentz last week against the Raiders. This this should be – they should be all in for this game because they did not look good last week. Yeah, and then perhaps the most interesting game, we got the Chargers versus the Raiders in a situation where whoever wins this game makes the playoffs. It's going to be like wild card weekend for this team because they're playing in primetime on Sunday night. It's going to be crazy one. Um, I know there's a huge hypothetical that if the Colts lose, they can have an intentional tie. They're not going to do that. These teams are division rivals. They're not going to help each other out because they want to be the top dogs in the AFC West, you know, behind the Chiefs. Jose, I mean, I don't think you can trust either of these teams when it comes down to it, but who do you think is going to win? I believe uh, this game is um, – I don't know. I believe it is at – It's in Oakland. It's in – oh, it's, I mean, it's at uh, – Or maybe Vegas, yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Um, who are you picking? Do you think Carr comes out and, you know, or is it going to be his final game in, uh, as a Raider? Nah, no way. I, I don't think it's his final game as a Raider because he will 100% be back next year. But um, – I mean, as far as teams, these are like two most wild card teams in the league this whole year. I mean, the Raiders have dealt with their amount of struggles. The Chargers as well. They just lost the Texans a couple weeks back. Um, Like this is as much of a coin flip as as it can get. Like this is literally, if you're betting on this, flip a coin and go with that team because there is no, there is literally no telling who's going to win this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the home field advantage, I guess, plays a role. But I mean, the Chargers. The Chargers, they, they looked good last week, you know, in a win. But yeah. I don't know, dude. The Raiders also looked good last week. Yeah, do we know if Darren Waller, is he playing this game? 
I believe he's still out. I don't think he's coming back this season. I was gonna say, yeah, he's been he's been gone from this team for a while, and he's kind of lost a lot of value, at least in terms of fantasy going in the next year. Um, but I think oh, he was a limited participant this uh, today. So okay, yeah, but uh, we'll yeah. And then I know the Raiders lost their, like, number two corner, uh, Nate Holmes, or he's their slot corner yeah. because he got in ch- charge of a DUI. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I think when it comes down to it, we got to see L.A., you know, make a lot of work with Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen. Their big guys got to show. And I think if Herbert can't win this game, I don't know. I think it changes a little bit of the narrative on Herbert that we can't be as high as Herbert as we think he is. Because if he can't win, this is the biggest game of his career. It's bigger than the Rose Bowl. This is the biggest game he's played so far. So we got to see him. And then the Steelers, Ravens, there's just too much variables going to happen. I'm not going to think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, and I don't think anyone wants to see them in the playoffs. I hope not. I really hope not. How real they are. Um, otherwise, taking a look at the NSC, because there's not too much to talk about. The Packers have already clinched the one seed. Expect them. Uh, if you have some fancy playoffs going on right now, do not be starting any of their guys because none of those guys can be playing. Jordan Love will probably be taking a lot of snaps at quarterback. Uh, looking at the number two seed, it's not solidified yet because the Rams will have to face the 49ers coming to them at SoFi Stadium in a game that has the fate of the Niners seasons in their hands. Um, the Niners with a win can secure the sixth seed in the playoffs with, with a loss. They will be banking on the Saints to lose to the Falcons. Uh, Jose, which team do you think is going to make this? Who's going to make it? Do you think the Niners are going to secure that win against a tough division rival that they've had their number, but anything can happen, especially with a team that just added OBJ and Von Miller since the last time uh, they played them, and they've been playing pretty well. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I really do not want to see the Saints in the playoffs. They have looked god-awful these past few weeks with Ian Book at the helm. So I really hope it's not the Saints uh, for the sake of NFL playoff football um, because this Niners team, like, wholeheartedly deserves a spot in in this playoffs picture. So I I believe with the New Orleans loss, you guys make it. Yes. Yeah, if they lose, it's whatever. But I believe we're both playing at the same time. So, uh, yeah. There's not much. But they are playing the Falcons in Atlanta. I mean, let's just hope you guys are able to beat the Rams for the second time. Third time? Second uh, time? We, oh, this year? Yeah. It'd be the second time. Yeah, we beat them once. Right? Yeah, second time. When was the last time you guys lost to the Rams? Because we I lost like in the Sean McVay era. Yeah, no. I was going to say, you guys always beat up on the Rams. So who knows? I mean, the Rams. It's look, the Saints Rams and Bucks. It's like how it is. It's it's win and get in. Like this is this is as high stakes football as it gets. So we'll see what the this Niners team is really made of. And I mean, who would they face at the seventh or at the last seed? Uh, as the six seed, I mean, as six seed, they would face the Buccaneers. Actually, yeah, the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, um, if they want, yeah. I like that matchup. I think it'd be good. A good strong defensive line going up against Brady. Um, we'd have to see a lot of magic coming from Shanahan, the upset, Brady and the Bucks. But um, actually, no, I think they play the Rams because the Rams would get bumped down a spot. The Bucks would go ahead of them, which, yeah, yeah uh, if the Rams do lose and Arizona wins, I believe Arizona claims a top four seed in this playoff. So a lot to go there. Jose, 
it's unfortunate because you Cowboys could have had the fate of the Eagles season in your hands coming into Dallas for the last game. But unfortunately, uh, you guys have already clinched the division. They've already clinched their playoff berth. Um, people have been riding this high Eagles uh, team. But when it comes down to it, the Eagles have not really beat a significant opponent this year. Do you think they're going to be a team that's, you know, when it comes down to it, people are like, oh, they're extremely heavy underdogs. You've got to bet them. But they're a team that really hasn't had a significant win this season. Do you think they're a fluke this year? Uh, I think, I mean, I don't think they're necessarily a fluke. I don't think they're a legit playoff contender. I mean, we beat up on them early in the season. I don't think they stand a chance against us this game unless we rest, you know, a bunch of our starters, which could happen. Uh, Micah Parsons has already been ruled out for this game. We will probably rest Zeke. We already lost Michael Gallup last week, so we will probably rest Amari. Um, you know, if we get ahead early, expect Cooper Rush to come into the game. I mean, we, we're really not caring about this matchup here. Both teams have already clinched the spot. It is like a big rivalry game, but, you know, it's, it's bigger than the, the rivalry game at this point. Yeah, uh, it will be played at 5.15 um, uh, Pacific Standard Time Saturday. Uh, in the link but um, before we head out today I think we got to look at some guys that are on the verge of breaking some uh, all-time records Uh, after his four sack performance against the Browns PJ Watt with one game left to play in a 17 game season is at 21 and a half sacks one away from tying the all-time record held by Michael Strahan of the uh, New York Giants obviously people are saying asterisks alongside it but you know Watt has only played in I believe 15 games this year or maybe 14 games. Jose, do you think he's going to walk away with this record uh, with two sacks uh, to catch that uh, illustrious record of Michael Strahan? Yes, 100%. I expect him to. The Ravens have given up the most sacks in the NFL this whole season. Well, so their left tackle is a revolving door. If you haven't seen any highlights from Alejandro Villanueva, he literally gets yeah. pushed to the side. But yeah. yeah. So I, I expect him to get it. Um, you know, they say the asterisk thing, whatever, whatever you want to say. But, I mean, a record is a record. So same thing with Cooper Cup. Like, yeah, it's an asterisk, but he still he still did what he did. Like, can't take that away from him. Yeah. It's crazy, I think, now just looking at stats before I pull up the last one. Derrick Henry is still sixth in the league in rushing yards. That's absurd. And he's going to finish fantasy as a top 20 running back. But um, yeah, last guy, I think you know who I'm talking about. It's the man out there in L.A., Cooper Cup, who in the sports community, the last couple of weeks, people have been talking about, you know, is this guy really that guy? You know, he might be putting up numbers, but it's McVay's schemes that are getting him open. He's not really a true outside receiver. He's a guy that works his way in the slot. And, um, you know, he's currently, you know, with I believe 100-something yards he can break Calvin Johnson, one of the all-time best receivers in this game's uh, single-season record for yards in a season. Uh, he's also on pace to get the triple crown. So I got a two-part question before we head out today. Uh, do you think he will get that against the Niners? And if he gets that triple crown and that breaks that record uh, versus Jonathan Taylor's still amazing season, which probably will go over 1,800 yards and 20-plus scrimmage touchdowns, who deserves Offensive Player of the Year more? We'll start with the question about will Cup break the record? I think so. Um, I mean, Cup never faces man coverage and he never faces a a true corner, you know, because he's always in the slot. He's always running those underneath routes. He's always, you know, finding the open 
a little open pocket, you know, where, wherever it is in the middle of the field or you know, a little out route, whatever. Uh, but like the same thing with Michael Thomas, like everyone criticized him for being, you know, the slant God, like, you know, the underneath route God. So it's like, I mean, you can't, you just can't take that away from him. But as far as offense player of the year, I think you still got to give it to Jonathan Taylor just for the fact that, you know, he's legitimately carrying his team's offense. Like Cooper Cup, you know, he's a scrappy receiver. He's a willing blocker. He's, you know, he finds it, he finds a space, but I don't think in terms of, you know, offensive talent, you know, offensive dominance, he's nowhere near Jonathan Taylor on that regard. So I think Taylor's, Taylor's got to take that home. Yeah, for sure. Um, and last question, who do you think going to win MVP? Because I don't think it's a clear race at all. Who's your pick right now? Because, uh, you know, the stats kind of don't mean much at the end of this season. Guy that entered the conversation this past week is Mr. Mr. Joe Burrow. I mean, he's currently fourth in odds. I mean, I think a lot of the recency bias does play into the voting. And it, uh, if he has a hot – a hot week this week, and then is it announced? It's been announced after the playoffs, isn't it? Yes. Is it? Yeah. So, like, regardless, they say it's a regular season award. It happens after the playoffs. So you can't tell me the playoffs don't play a factor into it. So if he has a great playoff run. He has a hot week 18. Who knows? If he clinches this number one seed, who knows? Because, I mean, Tom Brady got shut out. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play this week. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Herbert, I mean, uh, with Burrow right now, 34 touchdowns through the air, 14 interceptions, uh, 4,600 yards uh, with a way to add more to it. And think about the story. He probably has the best storyline out of all the guys. Has an injury. It looks like it's going to rule him out for a majority of you know, the next season. He comes back um, looking better than ever. People are worried. You know, they who do they go draft? They go draft a wide receiver when it looks like they should have taken the clear option and taking Panay Sewell uh, with that fifth overall pick. Then look now, a Jamar Chase looks like he was the perfect guy, a guy who's well on his way to starting a Hall of Fame career by the way it looks of it. And Joe Burrow uh, looks like he might be the man leading the charge for a young group of stars out there in Cincinnati um, for a team that many predicted 2-15, and 3-14 and 14 on the season. And look, now they're the top team in arguably one of the most competitive divisions in football. Um, I think there's a really good story for it. And I think I'd love to see it because uh, he's a guy who, you know, people said, man, you know, because he didn't finish the season. So, man, Justin Herbert was clearly should have been the number one pick. I don't know why they didn't see that. Joe Burrow is just a product of an offense. But, man, this is a whole different offense. And just imagine if they had Justin Jefferson for some reason on that team. They wouldn't have enough mouths to feed. Oh, my God. That'd just be some Madden numbers you'd see out there, like 7,000 yards. That would, that would actually be disgusting. I don't think there's a single secondary in the league that could do anything. There's anything. barely a single secondary that can handle T. Higgins and uh, Jamar yeah, Chase anyway. Exactly. T. Higgins is about as good as a, a rising star wide receiver that we have in the league. So um, just wrapping up, you know, huge week coming up. We're going to have – you know, our playoff predictions coming after this week of football because we got to say, and we'll come down, uh, give all of our award predictions. We'll see how accurate we are. We had a good run in the NBA uh, this past season, guessing who guys would win at the end of the season. And 
I think literally the MVP is the only wild card one we have right now, unless, you know, Burrow makes a huge statement in this next game. So we'll have to see because it could be anyone. It could be anyone. So without further ado, this has been Coast to Coast Podcast. Have a great day. Signing out. Peace.